basketball fans, this is Jeff Power, senior writer with Real Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's show, I'm going to be joined once again by my son, Henry Power. He's in sixth grade. He's 11 years old, and he loves fantasy football, and he's going to talk about some fantasy football with me this week and help you get ready for week two of the fantasy season. Before I get to that, I did want to mention that we do daily games here at Real Time Fantasy Sports. Don't forget to sign up for our daily contest. We do football and baseball. The baseball season's not over with yet, so go to rtsports.com and click on the daily link at the top of the page and get in a daily league today. Again, we are doing daily leagues here at Real Time Fantasy Sports. You can get in football and baseball leagues on our site. Go to rtsports.com and click on the daily link. And now, here's my interview with my son, Henry Power. And I'm joined now by my son, Henry Power. He's back by popular demand on the podcast. Henry's been with us before. Henry, thanks so much for being with me again today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff? What's his Jeff stuff? Something <laughs> fun to say for once. That's cool. All right. So I want to talk about last week a little bit before we get into this week. So, Henry, what were you encouraged by with the games last week? Anything stick out to you? I thought the Browns stuck out a lot. Tyrod Taylor had tons of rushing yards. He threw for two touchdowns, one to Landry, one to Gordon, and they also tied the Steelers. Browns, I like that. So you, you think they're looking up this year. I like that. So for me, Henry, a couple things I was encouraged by. Joe Mixon with Cincinnati. Joe Mixon dominated the carries. Gio Bernard barely saw the field. Mixon actually had more receptions than Bernard, and he looked great in the passing game. Very encouraging to me. I think he's going to get a ton of work all season. He topped the 100-yard total yard mark last week. I think Mixon's set up for a breakout year. Really like him a lot. Another running back I like, especially after seeing him last week, Jordan Howard. Another guy, he outproduced Tariq Cohen in the passing game. Everybody said Cohen was going to get tons of catches. Guess what? Howard had more catches on him last week. Great sign for me. Howard is looking great, looking much improved in that passing game. And Again, just like Mixon, I think he's set up for a big season, a breakout year. Last encouragement for me was Patrick Mahomes. Loved watching him last week. Man, did he make some unbelievable throws. Moved that offense. Did it against a pretty good Chargers defense. I know they're a little banged up, but that's actually a pretty good unit. Mahomes shredded him. I still think he could be up and down a little bit throughout the year. This is his first year starting, but it was a very encouraging performance by me. And I think Mahomes showed why a lot of fantasy teams took him as a number one fantasy quarterback this year. So on the flip side of that, how about some things you didn't like last week, Henry? Anything stand out that was disappointing to you? Oh, well, those Bills played terrible this week. I mean, they they lost 43-3, to and they they just played terrible. You're not encouraged by the Bills at all. Would you win any of those Bills on your fantasy team? No, just no. All right, so for me, a couple discouraging things for me last week. I talked about Patrick Mahomes. How about a teammate of his, Kareem Hunt? So he did not catch a pass in that game last week. He ran pretty well, but... I think this could be a little bit of a sign of things to come for Hunt because Patrick Mahomes, we all know he likes to take chances down the field. He does not like to check the ball down. Last year, Alex Smith was Hunt's quarterback. Guess what? He loves to check the ball down. Hunt had a ton of catches with Smith as his quarterback. I'm not sure that's going to be the case this year with Mahomes. So I think last week could have been a little bit of a precursor for the rest of the year for Hunt. I do think Hunt's going to run the ball well, and he'll improve on those totals from last week. But Overall, I think his catches could be down, which is going to hurt his fantasy value. And another discouraging thing for me last week was the Raiders. I was not sold on them coming into the year, and I think last week really drove home that fact, that point to me. I know the Rams have a good team, good uh, 
pass defense and rush defense. So we can't take too much into the stock of the Raiders really laying an egg. But I, I was not encouraged by that performance at all. Amari Cooper, again, had another terrible showing. I know those cornerbacks are very good, but not a good showing. Jordy Nelson showed littles. I really think this Raiders team is going to be in for a long season. So now let's jump into this week, Henry. How about some waiver wire options? Anybody out there on waivers that you're looking at to pick up in week two? I think I'm going to look up the pick up Jared Cook. He had lots of targets last week, and the Raider, Raiders don't have much passing options this year. Yeah, I agree. I just reiterated about the Raiders, about how they weren't very good last week, and I agree. Cook's not a bad pickup. I like that, Henry. So for me, a couple receivers I'm looking at this week. Chris Godwin's one of them. He scored a touchdown last week, and he played 48 snaps compared to 20 for Deshaun Jackson. I know Jackson's hurt now, but even with that said, Godwin played a lot. And this was a guy I targeted late in drafts anyway. He's still available in a lot of leagues. And I think Godwin set up for a breakout year. He's an extremely talented player, made a great diving catch at one point last week, also scored a touchdown. Very encouraged by Godwin. Another guy I like a lot is Tyler Lockett with the Seahawks. Baldwin's hurt, could be out a while. This leaves Lockett as the number one receiver for the Seahawks. He had three catches for 59 yards and a touchdown last week. He's a big play threat with the ball in his hands. I think he's going to be capable of the big game any given week in this offense. He'll be the top option. Now let's talk about some hot, cold, and sleeper plays for this week, Henry. Who's your, who's a hot play for you this week? Probably Phillip Rivers. I like Rivers this week because he's playing the Bills this week, and the Bills are 21st against pass this year. So he's going to have a great week, I feel like. I like that Rivers call, Henry. Hot play for me is Jarvis Landry. I know you talked about the Browns earlier. I like him a lot to do well this week. He had seven catches for 106 yards last week. He was targeted a whopping 15 times in that game. He was used as more than a possession receiver. He got chance, chances to make plays down the field. I think this is going to be the case much of the year. Plays the Saints this week. New Orleans allowed the most fantasy points to receivers in week one. And the Bucks receivers were just amazing against the Saints all, all week last week. Mike Evans was unstoppable. I think Landry's going to have a similar game. Another hot play for me this week is Alex Smith with Washington. He was 21 of 30 last week for 255 yards and two touchdowns without a turnover. It was an Alex Smith-type game. Moved the offense, didn't turn the ball over. This week he plays the Colts. Colts are 17th against the pass. They allowed the 19th most fantasy points to quarterbacks last week. So I think that's very encouraging for Smith. I think he'll have another good showing in week two. Henry, how about a cold play? Anybody you're avoiding this week? I would avoid Matt Ryan this week. He was terrible last week, and this year, this week he's playing the Panthers, who are third against pass. That's a good call. I think uh, Ryan could struggle as well. A couple cold plays for, for me this week, Henry. Marshawn Lynch with the Raiders. I talked about the Raiders already. Earlier in the podcast, but I'm going to talk about him again. Lynch did find the end zone last week, but he had 11 carries for just 41 yards. I think he's going to be a little bit of a touchdown-dependent player, and I'm not sure he finds a touchdown this week against the Broncos. They allowed just 64 rushing yards in week one. I don't think Lynch is a safe play in this matchup. I would go with other options. Another running back I don't like, Jamal Williams with Green Bay. He did lead the Packers in rushing last week, but he didn't catch a pass in the game. So his overall fantasy numbers were not very good. This week he plays the Vikings. Vikings allowed the six fewest fantasy points to running backs last week and their ninth overall against the rush after one week. So I would avoid Williams. Now we're up to sleepers, Henry. How about a sleeper for this week? Anybody you got uh, you think could surprise? Cortland Sutton. He's playing, he's playing against the Raiders this week, and last week he had two catches for 45 yards last week. 
and the Raiders allowed 12th most fancy points receiver this year. Receiver this year, he's in that breakout week. I like that call on Sutton. He's an exciting player, very talented. A couple sleepers for me. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, Eagles quarterback Nick Foles. He didn't look great in the opener, but he played a pretty good Falcons pass defense. This week he has a much easier task playing the Bucks. Tampa was just brutal against the pass last week. They allowed the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks in week one. I think Foles could be a sneaky play for fantasy teams in week two. Another one for me is Colts receiver Ryan Grant. Grant had eight receptions for 59 yards last week. He had nine targets in the game. He's a clear number two receiver for the Colts. Colts are going to throw the ball a ton because they don't pass it very, they don't run it very well. And this week, the Colts play the Redskins. The Redskins have Josh Norman, who's going to draw T.Y. Hilton coverage. This is going to be good news for Grant, who could get more targets in the game because of the added coverage to Hilton. So I think Grant could be a sneaky play and have a similar week to last week. All right, Henry, thanks a lot for helping me out this week, getting everybody ready for week two. I appreciate it. And thanks again for being on. You're welcome, Jeff. Jeff. He called me Jeff again. I am his dad, but he called me Jeff. All right, that was Henry Power. He's my son. He's in sixth grade, and I appreciate him being on the podcast with me this week. And that was my interview with Henry Power, my son. I want to thank Henry for doing a great job on the podcast and helping everyone get ready for week two of the fantasy season. And I want to thank you for listening to the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. This has been Jeff Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day, everyone.